I'd rather fly close to the sun and not fly at all. Mental toughness gets you so much further ahead. Society has done a, a very good job of telling women what they can and can't be. I was like, man, I wish I would record this. Man, people really need to have this conversation. What's up, everybody? This is Nico and Kaylin from Glasshouse Living, a.k.a. Hubris 300 and Calypso Tough. Yep. Um, today we'll be discussing <clears throat> mental toughness. Mm. No, uh, I think if we base everything on our perspective and things that we've been through, um, we've been through a lot of mm-hmm. shit that is definitely tested and built our mental toughness. Not saying it's something we always have or had, but it's something that we uh, had to grow. <clears throat> I saw a quote the other day, which it doesn't mean that this is this in all cases, but it said that you can never meet a tough person who hasn't been through a lot prior to being tough. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a whole analogy I always like to give about a superhero like... The only thing that defines a superhero is him doing a heroic acts, you know? And in order to do a heroic act, you got to take it. That's a lot of mental toughness and then bravery to do some things like that. But you, my love, you are starting a uh, program. What is it, on the 4th? Yes, in two weeks. And you're going to be selling cocaine. Yeah. It sells pretty well, I heard. Distributing it through dumbbells, plastic, you know, the old school dumbbells. (laughs) Actually, let me stop because I'm over here thinking like, (laughs) I'm over here. Yeah, they'd be looking for me. No, but. Definitely not cocaine. How do we get to the point of you wanting to start or starting a fitness program, allowing other women to other people to go along a journey with you. How do we get there? I, it's weird. I never, I don't, I don't want to say never, but pretty much never thought that I would end up doing something like that. Food and exercise has always been like a very interesting subject for me, just from growing up the way I did to then learning all of this stuff and then just being super crazy about it and then going from there. And it, I just kind of... It was more so a hobby of mine, and mm-hmm. I had all these other things I was trying to do for a career and stuff like that before mm-hmm. I ever met you, and it was like, food was just my thing. I always remember saying, don't even get me started on food, because mm-hmm. I'll talk to you about it for three hours. Yeah. Not realizing that, hey, that's kind of something that you're passionate about. Maybe you should mm-hmm. think about doing something that's pertaining mm-hmm. to it. I never really thought that, but um, I know you know that even prior to me being in the shape that I'm in now, which is not even close to what I would like to be, um, I was always still, like, very weight conscious. Like, when I was going through both of my pregnancies, I was, like, trying to be careful with what I was eating and, like, trying to be Mm -hmm. conscious and, like, trying to, like, exercise still and, like, swim and stuff when I was pregnant. Anyways, that's a whole, whole rabbit trail. But um, it got from just me deciding, like, okay, you know, your and my um, business just talks about overall happiness and one of the Mm -hmm. aspects of happiness is being healthy mm-hmm. and or fit, whatever your definition of that is, everyone's a little bit different. Um, and so I'm like, well, I'm going to go down this journey. Like I gained all that weight from my pregnancy. I had a little bit of extra weight on me. So I'm like, I'm going to lose it. And I knew I was going to lose it. 
And so I was like, why shouldn't I document that? Mm -hmm. And then you and I had the discussion. And then it was like, well, maybe I should have my own separate Instagram for that. Mm -hmm. And I just started learning how to edit just from what we were doing. I didn't know how to do any of this. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. Well, so. I it all out. The reason why I asked is because, you know, a lot of people have uh, changed their lives first and now are helping other people. And they're, you know, able to live a well-off life because of it. Um, well, yeah, but they weren't always at that point. So when, when was the time in your life when you felt like mental toughness was at its lowest and what can people take from what, what did you take from that to further you to get to better places to be able to teach people from experience where, you know, you were at your lowest in mental toughness? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I had one recently. Um, it was what, Thursday? You know, we used to go to the gym, and that's the time that we used to go to the gym, and it's, uh, what, like, three, four of us, five of us is a decent-sized group, mm-hmm. and we all working out. And we work out with other people, and you got kind of this hidden, like, rule of, a hey, Thursday is, like, group day. It's where we all kind of come together. And for me, I was going through a rough time, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to sit in the bed all day. It took me three hours to get out of bed. Three hours to get out of bed. Like, she went to the gym already, and she was about ready to go. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to be, like, in the room with the with the, cur- with the cover over my face the whole day. I mean, you got up, and I was like, are you going to get dressed? Like, yeah. you were just staring at the closet. Yeah. Like, like that old depressed <laughs> scene just... <laughs> yeah. You know? And was- I felt really bad. I felt bad. I kept texting you from downstairs, like, are you sure? Like, is there anything <laughs> I can do for you? I don't know what to do. Yeah, but, you know, that's just part of my thing when I'm, you know, bipolar and all the other shit I got going on with me. Um, I fall in those slumps, but, uh, you know, my mental toughness is, it has to happen, you know? There, there is no way around it. You, you have to do it at the times that you don't want to do it. That's how you build that muscle. I mean, you don't know how much you can lift until you actually lift it. And this year, you definitely have um, transitioned in a lot of ways in fitness. I mean, you went from cardio workouts to now you're doing lifting and a lot of women are starting to move towards that it's more approved by society for women to start lifting now yeah and you're seeing the benefits in it and then you go from that you know losing weight um by lifting and then you go into purposely getting a little bit of fluff on you fat on you you know <laughs> so that wait, talk about like that mental transition for you in all those periods and what what are you what would you recommend to other women or other people to get through you know these fitness journeys I just really had to ignore my feelings and generally speaking I, this is always um stereotyping and not true for every single person but generally speaking women are very emotional and uh, um, not to say that men, men are very emotional, too. They uh, just have different ways of shoving it down. And you know what? I don't even want to start. Okay. <laughs> so, because of that, it's just, it, I really had to ignore how I felt. So, that doesn't mean that I had to not feel it. How many times did I have crying fits and out of frustration? Like, I cry when I get mad. Like, I, that's, like, my, like, thing. If I'm so overwhelmingly mad and there's nothing that I can do about what I'm mad about, I cry. Yeah. And, I mean, when I was, I had lost the, some of the weight that I had lost, 
And, you know, and that's kind of like you were asking me earlier, like, how did I end up getting into wanting to coach other people? Well, because enough people started asking me, you know, enough people just started saying, how did you do this? And I just started telling people because I love, like, I'm a natural teacher. That's just something that I've always, I knew I wanted to be a teacher since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And if I can help somebody, oh, I, I just, I, I am drawn to that. Yeah, but see, a lot and of so, people, so go ahead. Well, but a lot of people, I guess what I'm asking is, a lot of people don't, it, it takes a certain person to, for a female, to be able to go from, you know, just cardio, and that's your thing, that's what you're comfortable with, and then stepping on a whole thing of lifting weights, something that society says you shouldn't do, and then you turn around, and you purposely get fat after losing the weight. Well, so what happened was I lost weight the way I knew how to lose weight, mm-hmm. which is low calories. And I used an app to track that, mm-hmm. and I starved. <laughs> and I, you know, I just, I studied a lot. This is the thing that really gets me frustrated about any subject, and like fitness in particular too, is the people are like, well, I don't know anything about it. I'm like, you have the internet. Like, you don't have, like, this type of day and age, you don't have to pay astronomical amounts of money to get someone's information out of their brain. Because you have to sit there and look for somebody, right? There's the internet. And so, I researched this. How do I lose weight? Mm -hmm. How do I, what is a calorie? Why does a calorie do what it does? Why do people lose weight? What is metabolism? Like, I studied because I needed to know what was happening and why it was happening. Because once you're informed of what's happening, you can trust the process just a little bit more. And so I went from losing the weight, but I got to kind of a stagnant point. And I started going like what you kind of started suggesting, like go on YouTube and look for women who have the body that you want to have mm-hmm. and do what they say to do. Yeah. Hmm, that makes sense. What a concept. Now, of course, there's other factors like... Do you have injuries? Do you have health concerns? Do you have other things? So that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But that's what I did. And I just, I had to ignore my feelings about it. And I just had to keep blindly, but not quite blindly because I studied, following the process regardless of how I felt. Do you know how many times I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. It is the nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. The scale is not moving. You don't know how to measure yourself besides the scale when you really don't know much. Mm-hmm. And you, even though people say, "Well, muscle weighs more than fat," it, 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 even though you know it, it, it's 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 a very complex emotion, I guess. Yeah. And I had to just continue to ignore those "what if this" and "what if that" and just keep doing what I knew was told to me to do by reading and learning yeah and that's where i come in because uh, you know me into marketing and business consulting i always looked at things from a different perspective i looked at it from a money perspective to be honest i operate in money um because money is power but what I did when I was younger, you know, back to the YouTube thing that you said, I, I kind of, you know, pushed your way. I studied, you know, when YouTube came out for me, man, that dial up, you had to wait for all that shit. When that, when that kind of popped off and all that, when the internet popped off, YouTube was so fascinating to me because that was the time that I could be as close as I possibly can to all my idols. Right. Because you can get them in a more personal... They, they were giving... It's not giving, just from yeah. a movie. Like, you can and, listen to them just blogging I mean, and talking. I, I love to see the interviews where you actually see them talking. Mm-hmm. I, I love the interviews. You know, you can always get, you know, little snippets on podcasts, whatever it may be. But I like to see them actually talking. Because what I used to do, I used to watch P. Diddy. 
P. Diddy interviews was my best because I watched P. Diddy talk about, hey, I did this and this. Power nap. What's a power nap? And then I went from there and, and, and I started doing power naps. Power naps allow you to be able to function or let sleep. It's that little small window of sleep you can get where your brain kind of reboots and give you an extra four hours, you know, of go. And when I learned, I'm like, okay, well, that just saves me, you know, sleep. While everybody else sleep, I can grind. I take a power nap. I'm good to go. So my mental toughness for me was something that I study. I was good at copying people. To be honest, I, I'm the same. I'm I'm just good. At, I follow what success does, and it's out there. And I wouldn't have just copied it, emulated, it, and, and we're here. And the, but but the thing is, copying it and emulating it. it is is an emotional thing because yeah. it has so much more deeper. And that's something we could talk about at a different time. But like self belief, like if you don't believe in yourself that you can do it, it's like, well, that's why he's P Diddy and I'm not. And you try one thing, okay, I'm gonna emulate it, and then you try it, and then it's like. Oh, it's not working the way I thought it was going to be. Oh, never mind. Forget it. I'm not going to be able to do that. Why would I ever think I could do that? And then it's like all these, all these inner thoughts see, and that, beliefs, that's, and that's you know a whole different. So that's 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 not that's close to the same thing because you can look at it and say, okay, well, P Diddy. Like when I was watching P Diddy, I see, oh, he did this and this and this. But something that I also studied was people when they failed. I always like the success story, the comeback kid story. You know where they come back and they went. I always love those, and I learned from. What disciplines that they have, the mental toughness, I always admire. We always admire the come. I think that's what we love about sports. It's the comeback. It's the underdog story. Yeah. That takes a certain thing. Do you feel like there was ever a time that you had that underdog story? Like you had an accomplishment that you had in life that you felt like, yo, my back is against the wall. I don't know. I might just drop everything and quit. I don't think I can do it. Many times during fitness. I mean, I remember one time in particular when I first started going to the gym and there was a girl there that had this nice outfit and she was like years into her fitness journey and here I am covering up my saggy this and this and that. And I just like, I must have been having an emotional day that day because it doesn't always affect me that way. I just like went to the locker room and was just crying. Mm -hmm. I was like... I'm never going to get, you know, and even, but I knew it, but I didn't know. It's like, am I really ever going to be able to get there? Forget it. I'm not even going to go that kind of thing. But I think that when it comes down to it, mental toughness, if I was to try to explain it in one way, I would explain it as tunnel vision. When you're zoned in on this is the goal, other stuff is going to come, but you don't, you see it. Out of your peripheral, you experience the thought or the whatever that happened, but you just keep going through the tunnel regardless of what comes at you. That's how I experience it because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I gained this weight. And it's like, okay, continue on. Mm -hmm. Just because I felt a certain feeling doesn't mean I have, my behavior has to change. Like I literally, that's my thing with like going on autopilot and like the cyborg thing. Like I don't want to do a lot of the stuff that I do. And I'm thinking I don't want to do this as I'm still walking towards doing this thing that I don't yeah. feel like doing. Because that's how you, that's how you push past it. That's what it's about. That's what mental toughness is about. Yeah. Well, I think for me, when I had like a time that I felt like, like, Yo, I might have to start looking up religions like or something because I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't. I think that, that that moment would be me trying to pass my swim call for the Navy. To be honest, yo, that was my scariest moment uh, because... Because you can't swim. I can't swim. 
Like, I, I drown. Like, the water... But you really can't, though. No, I can't. You know it. You can doggy paddle move. Yeah, and then, like, five minutes later, after doggy paddling to survive, like, you tire, yo. It's, <laughs> you just, it's, it's gonna have to happen at that point. I'm tired. <laughs> I've been fought in a little fight. Five whole minutes. <laughs> but that... No, seriously, swimming is one of those things that was, like, it was... Man, I, it was two weeks, I'm three weeks. Have to die. Yeah, like, and I was like, man, I, no matter what I do, I can't, you know, get held back. I miss my family. I gotta pass, and I don't like failing at things. You know, I had a lot of people in there laughing at me. You know, they used to call a swimming pool, uh, you know, chocolate uh, puffs. And you take the milk, you leave it in there, and then the milk come back out and it's chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, they used to joke with us and say it was all black people in the swimming pool. So they used to joke and say the swimming pool was dirty when we got out. That doesn't sound. It's funny. Nice. It was actually pretty funny though. Well. <laughs> Oh, country white dude did. It was funny. He okay. was joking. But no, uh, <laughs> you know, me being in that water, man, and, and having to fight through it, like, you don't, the only way, I don't know how to put it, the only way you can really get through or gain a mental toughness is a muscle, and it gets bigger and bigger. It's like when you lift weights. I mean, you're starting to max out now, and you're curling, what, 60s now? You curl 60 once for your max. Two months. But still, I mean, look, you, you say that, but a lot of women, not whatever they, they, however they flow, a lot of women can't curl 60. Where did you start out at when you tried to curl? What, what, what was your max when you first started? 30, probably. 30. Because I have the 20 bar, and then the 30, I could do a few. So do you feel like that 30, try to remember that actual feeling when you were squeezing to get it up. Do you feel like that's the same feeling you have about the 60? Yeah. And that's why I don't feel intimidated to work out with y'all big boys. Mm-hmm. Because I know that you guys are going to be, while you guys are doing curling 110, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> fighting for 50, right? Yeah. But I don't feel like a jackass because I know that I'm working as hard as you. Mm-hmm. You just have more weight on your hands. So, But I know that I'm killing it just as hard as everybody else because the resistance feels... The same, almost. There's a little bit more pressure yeah. on the wrists when you're lifting 100 pounds, I would assume. <laughs> but I'm, it's still the same mental fight of, I need to get one more and it's hurting so bad. Yeah. You know, like no matter no matter if it was the 30 or that 160 that I had to fight my way. <laughs> so, you, so you think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just you're lifting... 30 pounds, and then you jump to 60. Yeah, I'm hoping to get more than that sometime. But do you hear yourself? Like, so, I mean, it was the same weight. It felt as if it was 30 and it's 60. You know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It had to take a lot to continue that. So what do you think, for other women that may start this program with you, um, if it starts with them just with the food, as we talked about, can you go into a little bit more of the program and how you can better prepare these people who are going to go through this program with you like so they can succeed? I'm going to start preparing them two weeks in advance. I mean, like, that's why I'm already announcing it now. Because you're asking for, like, the details? As close as you can. So, I mean, think about... Because I know about, what they uh, are, uh, but... If, if you could benefit any woman when you, when you start this program, you know, everybody has this expectation. When you start something new, the first thing you want to do, you want to go into the store, get the best outfit you can, and, and, and make sure you got the best equipment... Three weeks in, you're not mentally prepared. You don't have the mental toughness, and you quit. Mm-hmm. So, how do you think you can combat this constant uh, regression or in, in um, people goals and fitness? There are so many factors to that. I mean, to try to limit 
limit reasons for why quitting could happen. So, like, example, one thing that I tell people to do is to start tracking their food mm-hmm. for four to five days prior to even starting their fitness journey because they need to know how much their body's used to taking in. That's something that was suggested to me, and it really, really mm-hmm. helped me because if you're used to eating 4,000 calories a day and they're like, okay, I'm ready to start tomorrow and I'm going to eat 1,500 or 1,200 calories, how do you think that's going to go? Yeah. Like, how hard is that going to be on your body? You're going to be cranky. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be in a bad mood. And then you're you got kids and you got a shit. husband and you got a... You're going to be somewhere in the closet smashing with the tweakies. <laughs> you got three days. You got three days. You got three days. Yeah. And so I tell people to slowly wean themselves down from, okay, say you're used to taking 4,000 calories a day. Then you need to be slow. And the other thing is people want to be so fast. And it's like, well, I need to start now. And it's like, no, 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 this is a long journey anyway, so I don't know why you're trying to be so yeah. fast about it. Yeah. And so I tell them, take three or four days and just drop it by three or 400 calories and do that for three or four days. So now you're eating 20, or what was that, 4,000? Now you're eating 3,600 calories for three or four days. Then go down to 3,200. Then go down to, and then by the time it's been a couple of weeks, you've slowly adjusted to it so it doesn't feel so extreme of a difference. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go through all this hormones and flops and this and just But what much. if what if you just honestly get, you know, a f- like somebody who just want to be lazy as shit? Then they don't, they don't want, they, they're not going to make it. Well, they don't want, they don't really want it. But what if they don't believe they're lazy? I just, I don't know. I just can't work. How out. do you, I guess, to, to prepare people, because I don't, you know, you don't want to set people up for failure. No. You know, but. Do you, you, you have to, you have to wean them in the other direction. Then mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like if somebody's like, well, I can only work out two days a week and it's like, that's fine, but it's going to take you 87 years to get to your goal, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, okay, well, if you're only used to working out two days a week, then try for three days for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. and then try to add just a fourth day, a small fourth day, like 20 minutes of cardio and that's it. And then try to slowly, you know, it's just all about like trying to ease, ease into the toughness of it because I mean, and it also depends on the person's. Depends on the person's mental toughness to begin with, though. Because, I mean, I've just severely jumped into stuff and I still push through it. Mm -hmm. But that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's really hard. And a lot of people, especially in this country and in this day and age, they're not prepared for that. It's too much um, instant gratification. It's too much... um, Every food has to be a delicious experience of, like, it's almost like people, like, experience food like they experience sex, which I have actually read about this. This is a similar experience. I got very high taste in food, so I guess I got very... (laughs) Whatever. Be quiet. It's a pleasure center. Mm -hmm. We're we're purposely trying to seek that. that, That's what makes... It's a survival mechanism, basically, Mm -hmm. right? But in this in this country, it's so like every single thing should be the sugary and fatty and just oh, it's so good and like and like the soda, the, the carbonate, like just these extreme reactions to everything. It's like people have so high of expectations with putting in so little effort, mm. and so it's it, instant gratification is such a big part of mental toughness. Delayed gratification is something you really have. to to learn how to do 
Because if you don't know how to do that, you're not going to be satisfied because this is not a fast thing. Mm-hmm. My before pictures and my after pictures right now was two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it was, I lost 40 pounds from just a diet. I started gaining a bunch back because I got tired of doing the diet that I was doing. And I wasn't going to the gym. And mm-hmm. I had a kid who yeah, I couldn't some... get to the gym because he was freaking out in the gym. That, talk about care. mental toughness. Yeah, I literally... God, I mean, I remember... When you were like, wow, we had 15 minutes, literally five minutes, literally. Because our kid was literally sobbing uncontrollably after five, 10 minutes. And, and remember, and that's how about and mental toughness, but it's also about having the right people around you in, in this journey. And I mean, I think you're putting a great, putting together a great community for you, uh, for, for people who are going through your program to succeed. Because if it wasn't for the fact, when I pulled you to the side and I was like, look, the fact that we are still here, we're still coming. Even if we're here for 15 minutes, it's the fact that we came for 15 minutes and we literally gave it all we got. I remember we were literally rushing like, well, we got 15. Can we push it to 20? Can we push it to 30? And now we're in there for like two hours, you know, some days we get two hours. So what hurdles for people going through your program? I mean, everybody always want to show the good sides of their program. What do you think will be the toughest portion of your program for your participants to go through? Learning. Why? Because that that was the most frustrating thing for me. and, And I understand why it is. Learning something new is frustrating for everyone and... Nobody likes to feel like they don't know what they're doing. Nobody likes to feel like they look stupid. Nobody likes to be guessing and be unsure and still do something and be... No one likes to do something new and not be good at it instantaneously. Right. It's the same thing with the instant gratification. And so, like... I would I would be so excited when like when I was first learning how to lift and stuff like oh there's a video <laughs> like okay I'm about to do this thing and then I and then I'd go to do it and it did not feel right yeah, yeah. and I felt like I looked like a dumbass yeah. and I felt like everybody was probably looking even though I knew they weren't it felt like that like everyone's looking at me yeah. and I look like an idiot and I look inexperienced and it's so frustrating mm-hmm. and then the same thing with the food like how many times did I wake up hours before the kids tired so I could have alone quiet time to study about yeah. what I should eat. Yeah. And I was so annoyed. And I came to you and I'm like, this person's saying you eat like this. And this person's <laughs> saying you eat like this. What am I supposed to eat? Because I promise you, I will do it. I just need to know it's the right thing. Like, I was so frustrated. And that's, like, that's the thing, too. Like I So mean, many people quit at that moment. Yeah. So many yeah. people quit at that yeah. moment. And luckily, you know, I did have a few people that were helping me that I was able to reach out to and say, hey, like, I'm so confused. Like, what do you think? Like, and I was I was just reaching out to every possible thing I could grab mm-hmm. to try to get as much information and kind of just pick what made sense to me and just go for it. So you, you, know? you kind of like a melting pot of knowledge. You kind of took pick and, and pull still what worked for you. And I'm sure I still don't know everything. Yeah. I don't. I think that's... And I'm sure that I'm wrong about yeah. things. Injuries yeah. And it's like now we know way more into lifting and benefiting your body. You know? I mean, I guess it's good for people who... Your followers, because you're always seeking, like, higher knowledge. You're never like, this is it. There's no permanent resting space. So that means that every time you grow, your followers get the chance to grow. Mm-hmm. That's good. And it's just like, I think that a lot of people, even once you get that information, you know, a lot of people, they already know what to do. 
They need to eat less and move more. It's the it's the mental part that to get through that when you're having, and that's why I tell people, bother me, talk to me. If you're confused, please reach out to me because talking them through that part is what will get them there another day. Yeah. So I try to do that. Well, if, if they want to ask anything. So it's what March fourth for your um, for your program, right? And by the time this release, it'll be a March, week, a week, a week from now. What are your biggest fears for this program? Um, a lot of them, a lot of fears, and that's what I was telling you about earlier today. Like, um, it, it is scary to do something new, and now here I am dabbling in something new because I'm so passionate about helping people Mm -hmm. and so many people have asked me for help and so I'm like why don't I put it all together into one and tell people what I've learned and tell people what I know because obviously I've gotten good results my fears are what if I do something but this thing I know that I will do something wrong you know that's how you get better what do you mean you know you're gonna do something wrong because learning I'm learning it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much I know. I will learn something new because there will be things that will come up that I didn't think of. People will have different experiences in their body that I don't have in my body, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's really good to know." And and so it'll be a really good learning experience for me. But I'm just so passionate about helping that I'm willing to go through those fears, like. What if I don't help them enough? What if I forget about something and they're so confused that they're like, oh, forget it. She doesn't know what she's talking about and I'm just going to quit. Or what if, I mean, just so many so you what think, ifs. So you think that your fears is what will motivate you to do better because you don't, I mean, you're going to make mistakes like you said, but you want to avoid those mistakes as much as you can. Do you mm-hmm. think that's what's going to give you the best product you can put forward because you care so much about your clients or your uh the the people that will be participating in this program i care so much about making an impact on other people that i'm willing to do dumb shit Mm. in order to get there i'm willing to make a mistake and in fact when i reach out to everybody i'm going to tell them please tell me what you hate about this Please, and don't be afraid. I mean, you can be, try to be nice. <laughs> That'll help. A little, That'll bit, help. little bit of care. But please tell me what I can do better mm-hmm. and, and take it as a constructive, take it for what it is. Because I will never know if I'm doing something that people don't like or how to do better unless somebody experienced it from a different perspective, which is not because I can only be in my own body. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they can give me feedback. And then from there I can adjust. Well, I really do wish you as my significant other. (laughs) 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 No, I really do wish you the best. It is amazing to look back. I mean, shit, we've been through some shit. And oh yeah, mental toughness has been applied to my marriage. That's yeah. (laughs) I mean, oh yeah. I mean shit. You know, OJ. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you always got to say that. Just got to resort to the most extreme. No, but man, we've we've been we've been through a lot of things mentally, and to be where we are now, and to see you starting this program, branding out, branching out, like it's exciting. Like the, I don't know. For me, I've always been that gambling type of person. Like, I like to take a gamble. It's it's why we're supposed to be alive. 
I never have been. Right. But to see you but, in this state. Well, but I've learned how to be okay with calculated gambles. <laughs> so now you needed to learn a little on the other side. That's true. Cal- see, you need to learn a little bit more on calculated gambles, and I need to learn a little bit more on calculated gambles, but coming from opposite sides yeah, to yeah, start. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you were just... I was slinging. I was like, what Kanye, I was looking at a Jay-Z, I was looking at a Jay-Z no interview. <laughs> Jay-Z interview. He said, Kanye West is like the cowboy. He'll go over the hill and say, hey, it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers over there. Let's go get them. <laughs> you know, he come back with the arrows in his, in his thighs. That's Kanye West, you know. And I kind of feel like. think about it first. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, but it's, you know, it's benefits. You need those type of people uh, in your corner. I know, because I know? can watch them screw up and learn yeah. from their mistakes yeah. instead of my own. <laughs> but, you know, but but. The thing about it is, now that you're taking this gamble and starting this program, you kind of are falling in that place of Kanye West now. Because somebody's going to look at you and they're going to say, oh shit, she made mistakes and I'm going to learn from her. So you're yeah, like... That's fine. And that's great because that's what it takes to, in my opinion, to leave your mark in this world. You have to be willing to fail, you know, and know you're going to fail and, and continue to strive. And I think, I don't just because... I think that it's just because I'm so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. The the passion overrides it, I guess. Because I think that there's a lot of things that people are really scared to do, like um, take a math test. They're not passionate about that. So yeah. the fear is going to be so over the top because, and it's not even almost worth it. I mean, it's kind of a bad example, but you kind of get my point. Yeah, like, no, versus something like this. I I want to help so badly, like I said before, that I I guess I'm just gonna have to learn from from doing it wrong first. Yeah. But um, I'm going to be as careful as possible. I would never like risk any but anyone, you yeah. know, having anything bad happen to them or anything like that. So I'm aware that I'm not a doctor. I'm aware that I'm gonna let everybody know that kind of stuff, you know. But it's just your experiences. Yeah. It's your perspective on what got you from where you got to. They can take it or leave it, but. You know, and you're not even charging for the program. No. So many people out here running programs, nothing against them because I respect the hustle, but so many people out here running programs and, you know, they're charging a hefty fucking price and they're learning as they go, mm-hmm. you know, but you're, you're not charging. I mean, and I like that. I really do. Uh, I think people who start off without making money and to give everything they have as if they were getting paid for it, that's what matters first. You know, um, I'm I'm consulting a couple groups right now, uh, a couple people right now, and I told them I'm not char- I'm not charging you. You know, financially, uh, besides us investing, we're, we're pretty straight. Mm-hmm. You know, we're pretty straight, so we don't need the money. We're just trying to have impact. I think that's why I really do love to be with you. I really am happy to see, you know, your program prosper, and I'm excited for you to fail because. It's going to open so many doors for so many. You're going to be a, a stepping stone for so many other women to to have a voice in this world, which I will always say I, I'm strongly for women having a place in this world. You are very close to being a feminist. Yeah. You know that men can be feminists, right? Uh, I just, yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to agree with the, the political correct term at the this time. The definition of feminism, you have a lot of that, which, which is great because you don't, I mean, you know what it's felt like to be held down for other aspects of your existence. Yes, that is true. I, <laughs> I am not of the lighter skin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 
So, I mean, you understand what it's like to be judged for another part of your physical body. Yeah. So I feel like that's what kind of brought you to your passion for um, people being judged for other parts of their body and right. what they should be, if they should be told to do and not do. And you don't like that kind of stuff, which is great because yeah, that wouldn't work for us. If you... <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, I am, I'm really excited um, to see where you go though. But for all the viewers out there, the listeners out there, thank you guys for tuning in. This is week podcast three for us now, technically. And I mean, we're excited. Just stay tuned. Uh, we're on Apple, iTunes. Uh, I mean, we're really just any feedback on this on this podcast will help us. Any feedback. Um, we're here to benefit others. So if you feel like something I, that she says, Calypso Tough says, that Hubert says, that you know, Kaylin or Nico says that can benefit someone else in a time of need that can add to uh, building someone's mental toughness, then share our, share our, share our content, you know? Yeah. Um, and we'll do the same. If you feel like you have something out there that you're willing to give the world and you feel like you don't have that platform to speak, then you can reach me at, at hubris300 on Instagram. Um, Glasshouse Living on Facebook. If you feel like you're a woman and you're going through marital problems, I mean, baby, you, Kaylin, Calypso Tough. Not not only is she's very fit, you know, but she's doing wonderful things in her marriage, being a mother and handling all these things, and now being an entrepreneur and doing all these things takes a lot of mental toughness that I believe that we both have, you know. Because a lot of the success principles that we have adopted. Our success in all areas. All areas. Yes. We've applied these things to our marriage. We've applied them to our health and fitness. We've applied them to our parenting. We've applied them to... And, and they're all the same general thing, mm-hmm. just in a different version. And so because of that, you know, and, and we've also spent a lot of time studying this stuff. Like, I talk a lot about how I've studied fitness. I have heavily studied relationships in fact way before i met you when i was thinking about going to college i want to go to college for marriage counseling again Mm -hmm. trying to help people because it fascinated me the differences between men and women Mm -hmm. and i learned a lot about the differences and i I, there is so much more to learn um but just even applying the things that i've already learned have really helped us a lot um and same for you you know you and that's even more crazy for a man to to be willing to learn that kind of stuff and um, you've learned a lot about how to be with a woman and kind of when to. <laughs> oh man, I don't even want to get in that. I'll save that for things. I'll save it for another time. But yes. the Luther Vandross. Hey, listen, all my listeners out there, I want you to go whenever you can and listen to Luther Vandross. Buy me a rose. <clears throat> men, especially men, men and women. Because it's open communication, dear oh, Luther. <laughs> Luther! <laughs> Tell him, Luther! Alright, man. This is Glass House Living. Fly on the wall. You guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, until next time, GHL and we out.